Hello, Salida. This is Molly Rowan Leach, and I'm covering for Jane Carpenter, Scrambled Eggs. We're on live today with uh, William Mills from People Helping People of Chafee County. William, it's great to have you here with us, and uh, just uh, let's let's just start out with a bit of background about how this group got started. And again, if you just joined us, um, we're talking with William Mills of People Helping People, Chafee County. You can find them on Facebook. Uh, People Helping People, Chafee County is about providing assistance, and I'll let um, I'll let William tell you a little bit more about it. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, People Helping People um, is a a page developed by Jared Bradford and um, maintained mostly by he and uh, Jennifer Fowler of uh, Bella Vida Day Spa. It came about because people recognized in the community that there was a real need for people to help people. Uh, not to discredit the fact that there are a lot of agencies and, and civic organizations that help people, but mm-hmm. this was developed as a response to some other pages that were on Facebook, like uh, Salida Bits and Moan, for instance. Um, so I think Jared wanted to put something positive out there and give people in the community an opportunity to just join in and help each other. Uh, that's what he's done. Wonderful. And um, people can find out more about it, as we've been saying, on Facebook, right? Exactly. Um, if you just go on Facebook to People Helping People, Chafee County, uh, the page will come up. And um, you can either post uh, whatever, whatever your needs are. If you need some help with something, you need somebody to help you out. Or if you have um, an opportunity in your life to be helpful, to be giving and charitable to the community, uh, this is an outlet for you to be involved, hands-on involved, without having to go through any agencies to get it done. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see the results of, of your efforts. You can actually see it. Um, just recently with this cold spell that we had, um, the Mountain Mill covered covered that pretty good. Uh, the actions that we took, um, it was very cold outside, very cold last week. Record-breaking those, right? Yes, exactly. And uh, it, it came to me that there were people who were living outside who didn't have a right. place to go to stay warm. And I posted uh, on people helping people uh, requesting ideas. I was asking the community if they had any ideas how we could help get some of these people inside, at least until this cold spell, this storm passed. Right. And the response was just... Unbelievable. T- tell us a little bit about that response. How did the, how did our community respond? The community responded by giving me lots and lots of ideas, uh, suggestions. Um, people came forth with money uh, to actually help. Uh, people came forward by actually actively going out looking for those homeless people, um, people that camp on the other side of the river and under bridges and. There was even people sleeping on the docks behind carrying and sharing, covered up in blankets. Um, There was one lady who was picked up who was really in bad shape. She was an elderly woman, and she needed to get in out of the cold. She had nowhere to go and no money. Um, I called John Fritz over at the Simple Lodge and Hostel 
and he was gracious enough to allow those people to come in there. We had the money to pay uh, for them to stay. We raised mm-hmm. that money in probably an hour and a half. Wow. And so we were able to, to pay for uh, people to stay over there. And uh, and we were able to get somewhere between 10 and 15 people in out of the cold uh, for two or three days. Uh, it's still actively going on, uh, not to the extent that it was during that cold spell. The ski season is coming, and, of course, Simple Lodge and Hostel is a business. It's not a, um, a homeless shelter. Uh-huh. So we're doing the best that we can, and we're researching other opportunities to house people temporarily until uh, we can figure out something else to do. Uh huh. That was what I was just going to ask you, actually, is um, given I don't believe there is a homeless shelter facility in Chapey County. Is that correct? That's correct. There isn't one. I think the nearest one would be Canyon City. Uh huh. They have one. It's called Loaves and Fishes. Uh huh. And, um, but here in Chaffee County, there's absolutely nothing. Um, there are agencies right. here that help with getting people in um, their churches, uh-huh. that, that give people vouchers to go to uh, different places to stay, but there is no specific shelter. There have been some initiatives, some good ideas that have come forth in the last few years here in Salida um, in terms of helping the homeless. And for some reason, it just never produced. It mm-hmm. just never came to fruition. And um, I think the people in the community get a little frustrated with bureaucracy when mm-hmm. it comes to dealing with different agencies. And they wanted to just jump in and do it themselves, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Well, and indeed, there is an immediate need, and especially in a cold snap with minus degrees temperatures. Exactly. Um, uh, that, that it sounds like that that one woman that you described could have maybe lost her life that exactly, night. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, could you tell our listeners a little bit more about how they might get involved as far as donations? Um, I noticed on the Facebook page that Jennifer uh, Riffenberry, I believe is how I pronounce it, Riffenberry Fowler, had had noted that um, there's a central system for that. Right. Can you describe it, please? Well, right now we don't have a an official system. Um, this is a new initiative. It's just getting started. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure things out as we go along. Um, what that post was meant to uh, convey to the community that wanted to help was not to necessarily go to the hostel and leave clothes and leave money. It's real important that we're able to track keep track of exactly the resources that we have so that we can direct them to uh, you know to get the best use out of it and um, that's what Jennifer was uh, was doing with that post also we're keeping really good records about what comes in and what goes out we're, we're trying to be as, as good about that as we right. possibly can sometimes there's um, an overflow of resources you know simple lodge and hostel is not a place to go and leave boxes of clothes. That's just not what he what he does. And um, to leave money there, uh, that's a good thing. But we we have no accountability if we don't actually uh, have a hands-on uh, approach to it. So that's what we were asking people to do. If you have money, if you want to leave cash, so that it can be used the best way we can figure out to use it, then leave that with Jennifer mm-hmm. at Bella. 
At Bella Vista Salon. Right. Mm -hmm. And in terms of clothing, uh, call first. You know, have a conversation with either myself or Jennifer or get on Facebook and let Mm -hmm. us know what you got. And we'll let you know what we think you should do with it at the time. Okay. And for for those who may not be Facebook users, um, is there a phone number that you'd like to? Yes. Um, You can call me. uh, Okay. 719-221-4777. And I'll take any calls from anybody that wants to uh, to be helpful. Great. Um, let's go back for a moment just to the need in in this area of uh, some form of housing, perhaps, or um, something that addresses more immediately. Even though, like you were saying, um, the agencies that are around here are playing a really important role, um, and. Uh, th- just having uh, the next steps taken towards a provision of some form of shelter. Are you hearing that that might be something that a lot of people think would be a good idea? I am. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been in, I moved here from Denver Uh uh, approximately 11 years ago. And um, I've noticed over the years, especially in the wintertime, that there's an enormous amount of people who come for the summer and for whatever reason are not able to leave before the winter comes in, and so they're stuck here. Um, We see some of them, but there's a large homeless population in Salida and throughout Chaffee County that you don't see Mm -hmm. because uh, they're homeless, but they're living with family members, you know, or they're living with friends and that sort of thing. The ones that we're able to help the most are the ones that we see Mm -hmm. uh, standing out, holding signs with backpacks on, you know, the, the obvious of uh, what you would consider obvious, homeless people anyway. But there's a real big need. Um, affordable housing in Chaffee County practically doesn't exist, uh, even for the working guy. You know, mm-hmm. you, it, it's just very, very expensive <clears throat> to live here. Right. And for the other population that's homeless, the ones that we see the most, they're pretty much people who have some sort or some degree of mental health Mm-hmm, right. Um, they're, they're struggling with all kinds of things. The thing that was so beautiful about people helping people, and, and I, I say this all the time, is that it was a, an initiative that was not based on any type of judgment. Nobody asked why you're homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody just jumped in and said, well, what can we do? Right. Another thing I want to mention is that there's a, a, a national drive right now uh, initiative. It's called housing first, and it is absolutely sweeping the country. The idea is to take homeless people off the streets, get them in in an emergency housing, Mm -hmm. and then make sure that they get the services that they need so that they don't have to go back to homelessness. Before, the concept had been, if you clean yourself up, if you get off drugs, if you stop drinking, if you get mental health, then we'll take you in and give you some housing. That has not worked. Mm-hmm. That has been a real failure. Mm-hmm. So the mindset has changed. Let's get them off the streets and then see what services we can provide for. At any given time, my observation is that there's between 10 and 15 homeless people just in Salida mm-hmm. all the time. Perhaps five of those people may be chronically homeless, which means that they're homeless all the time, no matter what. And a lot of them want 
want to be that way. That's the way they choose to live their lives, and that's their choice. But then there are other people who have circumstances in their lives that uh, they end up homeless, and it can change. You know, they can get a job. They can get a better job. They can get support. Uh, family can jump in and do things to help out. And so they're not quite as desperate as that small percentage I mentioned earlier. You know, uh, in the news recently, I saw that, uh, I can't remember which town it was, but I believe it's in the Midwest, northern Midwest, um, where they created a tiny housing community. Uh, is that, that is that something that we've considered possibly here, given that Salida and Chafee County seem to be really um, interested in sustainability well, and providing opportunities for for that? Well, here? there's always possibilities. You know, yeah. I, I believe in I believe in possibilities. I'm the perpetual optimist. I believe we can do it. You know, um, that would require, of course, um, for somebody to. D- donate the land you know you have to have somewhere to build these houses Uh, in in this case it was in a parking lot interestingly enough one of the things that has occurred to me is habitat for humanity Uh uh-huh perhaps jumping in you know getting involved here in this county um not so much to build homes for people but those tiny houses Mm -hmm. that you just mentioned Mm -hmm. um uh, collapsible perhaps mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of different ways we can provide well and those are gr- those are great ways to also include the job skills training programs right a- like absolutely. like habitat does and and even um provide re-entry systems for folks that have been imprisoned exactly exactly one of the things that chafee county is good for uh is providing mental health mm-hmm. uh, for people who need it mm-hmm. um I have to say, uh, one that I'm most familiar with, Crest Counseling, of course, Mike Harris, um, they do a very good job with people going into the system, people coming out of the system, uh, people needing emergency help, that sort of thing. They're very good at that. And I think they may be the only one in Salida right now, except for West Central, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, there are services available. You know, there, There's mentoring. There's a lot mm-hmm. of different things that can be done. But this initiative, People Helping People, was an effort to do something in an emergency situation right now, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to saying, okay, well, when, when we're ready, we'll go help somebody, or when we organize, we'll go help somebody. Mm-hmm. We didn't take that approach. We decided to get in the car and go find somebody and help them, and it turned out to be a really, really good thing. Mm-hmm. And the community just poured out their love and compassion in ways that blew me away. It was really remarkable how the community responded and still responding. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate um, all of you, but I, you know, I want to also give just another acknowledgement to Jennifer Riffenberry Fowler because she's been very active in um, uh, convening people online <laughs> yeah. uh, through Facebook. And, of course, one of her other collaborative projects that she started, I believe, was uh, is Salida Swap, right. as well as, I think, other pages on Facebook that concern our county. And um, so thank you, Jennifer, and, and, of course, also Jared, for people helping people Chafee County and for everyone who's getting involved, too. Um, like we said earlier, uh, you can find People Helping People Chafee County on Facebook 
It's a Facebook group. It's open to the public. You just uh, signal that you'd like to join, and then they'll bring you on board. And um, I'd like to just go back for a minute, William, to the, the fact that uh, we were discussing around mental health um, and just underscore the, first of all, acknowledge that it's great that we have these kinds of services here in our community and acknowledge the fact that um, in many cases, if we didn't have those kind of services, unfortunately, a lot of our uh, mentally ill are um, imprisoned and or jailed. And I believe it's to the tune of about 25% nationwide that, that we see uh, folks with mental illnesses end up in our prisons and jails. And uh, that's that's a, a large, um, if, if we only look at it as a financial situation, um, that, that's a very large responsibility that we take on that we could prevent. And so it's great that to hear that we're doing those kinds of things here. Yeah. Um, and I just want to maybe close out um, with just a little conversation with you about uh, community. And how this this page has become a great way for people to feel like there's deeper community here. And, and tell, tell me a little bit more about how you feel about that, about what makes a real community. Well, I, I, I believe that community is not where you live. It's not your surroundings. It's not a location. It's not a place on the map. Community is what you feel inside of you. Community is that thing that motivates you to make everybody around you better and to do it without question or pause like in the song um, I believe that's what community is that's the evidence of what I've seen with this community stepping forward and just pouring out their love and compassion without questioning without judging uh, it's been a really big deal for a lot of people because they believe that if you're homeless you're an alcoholic or you're a drug addict and in some cases, that's true, but that's not absolute. A lot of times, mental health leads to alcoholism and drug abuse. And those are just the symptoms of some bigger, bigger issues. What I love about this community is that it came together. It didn't ask any questions. Mm. It just poured out its its love and compassion, and I love it. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else mm-hmm. but Salida. Mm-hmm. I feel great. the same. Yeah. I, I I just um, I know that when we serve without judgment with with no conditions, uh, life really gives back to us, doesn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, it does. I was messaged today. Uh, I got a message. It was a conversation going back and forth, and a lady said that uh, almost everybody who pours out compassion and love to another person does it for selfish reasons. There's some selfishness mm-hmm. involved, and I agree with her. You know, when I give. When I help somebody, I sleep better. Right. And that's very selfish. But it's, it's true, and it's selfish in a good way. Well, we're all in this together. Yes, we are. And uh, just really, really thank you for being here with us today, William Mills. Thank with, you for having me. With people helping people of Chafee County. And, um, again, you have been listening to, uh, well, you're still listening to Scrambled Eggs. Uh, and I'm your host, Molly Rowan Leach, covering for Jane Carpenter. If you want, again, to get involved and plug in with people helping people of Chafee County, go to Facebook. And if you go to the search box up top um, and just type in people helping people, you should be able to easily find it. 
Um, it's uh, administered by Jennifer Riffenberry Fowler, as well as William Mills and Jared. And Jared's last name again Bradford. is Jared Bradford. So just acknowledging their work to catalyze this. And um, if you are in need, be it assistance in moving a couch or a couch to sleep on, or in need of a dollar or have a dollar to lend, let the community know so that we can band together and help each other through the hard times. And if you have donations that you'd like to provide, um, like uh, William said earlier, you can contact Jennifer at Bella Vista Salon. So we're going to move on into some more music this morning and then come back with some news and updates. Thanks for being with us. This is Scrambled Eggs on KHEN LP Salida. Thank <laughs> you. 